Chapter 6 We need to talk to Axe, I said to Tobias. Definitely. That was not human. That was seriously not human. So you did see it, right? I'm not crazy. Yes, you're crazy. But I did see it, Tobias said. Very weird. Below us, Eric climbed up off the sidewalk, dusted himself off like nothing had happened, and resumed walking toward home. Hang a right, Tobias said. We'll get some good updrafts off the road. Whatever your friend Eric is, I don't think he's from around here. We flew hard and fast toward home. Tobias split off to round up Axe. I demorphed and headed home to check in with my dad and let him know I still existed. Then I called Jake. I got Tom instead. Hey, Tom, is Jake around there? I don't know. Jake, he yelled. He said he's coming. Cool. Haven't seen you around here much, Tom said. Keeping busy? I felt a little chill. It's weird talking to controllers when you know that's what they are. It was Tom's voice, and it acted like Tom. But it wasn't Tom. Tom was cowering helplessly in a corner of his own mind. I was talking to a yerk. Yeah, I guess so, I said. Uh Uh-huh. We're going up to the lake, do some water skiing. You and Jake? Yeah, right. No, me and the sharing. You know Jake's too much of a total misfit to join. Tom said with a totally human, big brother laugh of derision. It's just that we have too many girls going and not enough guys. A lie, of course. A lie that was supposed to entice me. Why was Tom suddenly trying to get me interested in the sharing again? He quickly gave me the answer. I heard your dad was back at work. That's cool. Yeah, I guess so, I said. My father had gone through a bad time after my mom died. Now he was back at work. He's an engineer, but he's heavily involved in computers, too. He had been working with the new observatory on ways to design software that would aim the telescopes better. He was also working on some projects he couldn't even talk about. Projects I figured must involve the military. You could bring your dad, Tom said as casually as he could. I mean, not like anyone wants their fathers along usually, right? But, I mean, maybe he's ready to get back out there in the world and all. The sharing is a good place to make business connections, you know? Yeah, I'll ask him, I said. Do that, okay? Your dad could probably use some downtime to relax, take it easy, meet some people. They were after my father now. I felt something burning inside me, like I'd taken a gulp of lava. I wanted to reach right through the phone and take a baseball bat to the evil creature in Tom's head. Here's Jake, Tom said. There was a scuffling sound as he handed the phone off. Then Jake's voice. Hey, Marco, what's up? I went off. What's up? What's up? Those scumbags are after my father. That's what's up. How do you live with that? How do you look at that piece of crap every day? He's all like... Bring your dad to the sharing. Do a father-son bonding thing. And oh, by the way, would you mind if we stuck a... Shut up, Jake hissed. I shut up, but my hand was squeezing the receiver so hard I could have snapped it. Jake let me calm down for a minute. He made uh uh-huh noises in the phone, like he was listening to me talking. He made a couple of laughing sounds. I guess Tom wasn't far away from the phone. I knew Jake was right. We don't talk secrets over the phone. There's no way of knowing who might be listening in. Okay, I'm cool, I said. I wasn't cool, but I was under control again. That sounds good to me, Jake said, still pretending to have a conversation. We have to get together, I said. It's a nice day out. That was the signal that we should meet in the woods. Okay, later, 
Jake said casually. He hung up. I took a couple of deep breaths. Then I took a couple more. The Yerks had taken my mother. They weren't getting my father. Before that happened, I'd tell him everything. Before I'd let that happen, I'd take Tom down, no matter what Jake said. I'd take Tom, I'd take Chapman, I'd take every controller I knew of before I'd let them have my father. I had power. Deadly animals lived inside me. Their DNA swam with my own. I could feel the rage flowing through me, the blind, violent rage that became little films in my head, little head movies of revenge and destruction. I pictured the things I would do to Tom, to Chapman, someday even to Visser Three. I would do terrible things to them. Terrible, violent things. It was a sick feeling. It was sick, and I knew it. And yet I ran those images over and over in my head. Rage is addictive, you know. I guess it's sort of like a drug. Anger and hatred get you high. They get you high, but like any addiction, they hollow you out and tear you down and eat you alive. I guess I knew all that, but all I could think of was that they were not getting my father. So I ran the scenes of violence over and over in my head. I rode that rush of fury till at last it burned itself out and left me feeling empty and beaten.